Today on the AWC Podcast, we're talking all about setting up your QuickBooks from the April issue of the American Window Cleaner Magazine. Thanks for spending some time with me today. As you know, the AWC Podcast highlights a different article straight from the American Window Cleaner Magazine. And if you haven't gotten your monthly magazine mailed to your door, just go to awcmag.com forward slash sub to get yours now. Every issue has loads of articles, reviews, pictures, and of course, the world famous window cleaning sticker sheet. Also, uh, we have um, pictures uh, included in the magazine and even posters. So something super awesome. Uh, if you haven't and you're in the industry, get the magazine, surround yourself. Maybe you'll learn a thing or two, but more than likely, it's just going to be something awesome to have. So again, go to awcmag.com. There's also swag available if you're looking to buy anything. Uh, but today we are talking about QuickBooks. Uh, if you don't use QuickBooks, it is a CRM, Customer Relation Manager. Now, one big thing about QuickBooks is as much as it is that, I would more consider it kind of a uh, software for your accounting. That is going to be the main focus for it. Uh, QuickBooks is the easiest one to use out of any of them that I've ever used. QuickBooks Online is also like 20 bucks a month. So if you haven't gotten that, uh, get out of doing things with business cards and notebooks and look at getting into something like QuickBooks. Uh, there's no affiliate or anything like that. This just happens to be more on QuickBooks. It's probably the number one um, accounting software for small businesses in the world, I would guess. Uh, so definitely very good. But this article comes from Dan Plata, who, if you don't know Dan, he does a billion things, but he has an accountant agency. He also is a window cleaner, and he also has Blue Skies um, Recruiting, which is another company that helps with hiring, and hiring is awful. They make it a lot better. So definitely check out the stuff that Dan Plata does. But his article is called Setting Up or uh, How to Set Up Your QuickBooks the Right Way. Now, in this, he basically says QuickBooks Online is a great tool for small business owners to better understand the inner workings of their business. And that is more important than even having like an accountant thing. You can click on reports with QuickBooks and it will pull up or generate everything from what your cash in is to your profit and loss for the month, year, quarter, whatever. It is absolutely tailorable. And it is uh, just an awesome resource to have. It's one way that you can track and know what your business is actually doing. If you're just saying, you know, my company is doing great, but you don't actually know, then you're just guessing. So definitely check out QuickBooks if you haven't already. But he said in getting started, he says, if you're new to QuickBooks online, the first thing you should know is that a QuickBooks Pro account accountant like himself can subscribe for half the price. So don't get a QuickBooks account, but connect up with an accountant who can get it for you. You're going to save half the price on that through them. And you're going to want to have your accountant in on it and their own accountant uh, app, you know, their own accountant account, basically to be able to get in there and do your reconciliations, pull numbers, taxes, all that fun stuff. They can just get in with one quick. They'll be able to pull that up. So definitely have them do that. And uh, once you have your account set up, 
and running. The next thing to do is to link up any financial services. Now, this is going to be your bank accounts, uh, your checking accounts, saving account, credit cards, everything that you have, you're going to put into the system. Now, again, we're doing setup, so it is going to take a little bit to kind of get that setup side done, and uh, it's going to be absolutely amazing. This is going to show you so much more of your business all with a single click. He said, it will give you immensely more clarity on your business. When you link up your business accounts, you should select to bring in data back to the first of the year. That way, you have a full year's worth of data for information purposes and to make decisions with. And that is super valuable also. Now, a lot of times when we set stuff up, we think of the now, but if you put all that data in, remember, if you're linking accounts, it can do your reconciliation, it can pull all of your data from your business accounts, everything you've bought, it'll all pull right in there. So really, really smart thing to do when you can uh, reconcile. Um. You next have to figure out if you're a cash basis accounting or accrual basis accounting. Now, cash basis means that you only record transactions with money come uh, when the money comes in. Uh, sales get deposited or goes. So money in is sales get deposited and expenses are paid out. He said, alternatively, an accrual basis means you must record transactions when an obligation is created. Now, in the U.S., if your company produces less than $5 million in revenue, you're allowed to actually be a cash basis accounter, uh, accounting. So very, very important if you are a business under $5 million that you just have it set up that way. Uh, it does make a lot of sense. Um, it makes things easier also to be a cash basis because when you send out an invoice, uh, you will get an, uh, a payment back. You can actually run payments directly through there also. So a lot of times what I do with uh, QuickBooks is I will submit um, an invoice and get it emailed to them because everybody uses email. There's a button on there. So when they want to pay it, they just push the button and it sends the payment right back to me. So super, super valuable. He says, so under the assumption that you're a cash basis company for tax purposes, the goal in your QuickBooks account is to keep things as simple as possible. Because QuickBooks is an accounting software, anything created within QuickBooks is going to default to an accrual basis. So this is another side of it, is that if you're running on, say, a simple ledger, or if you're doing notebooks or something like that, it's really pretty valuable. And not too far off from what you're doing now, it just saves everything and... Once everything is saved, you can search it in any parameters you want. That's kind of the big, the big, you know, takeaway from this. He said your balance sheet is a statement of net worth at any given point. Anytime. You can wake up two in the morning next Tuesday, click a button and know exactly what your company is producing and making in profit. What did we do last week? I felt really good. Last week felt really good. What did we do? What what was our profit? Oh man, that's not as good as I thought. Why is, oh, that's right. We had all those purchases. So we made a bunch of money, but we had to buy a lot of stuff, right? Or we did a lot of work, but we just didn't get paid on those jobs yet. You can track uh, payments owed as much as anything else. And that is uh, super, super important. He said, your balance sheet is a statement of net worth at any given point in time. It tells you on any particular day, what the book value 
of your business is. Your business's net worth has two elements. Assets, that's what you own, and liabilities, and that's what you owe. And with QuickBooks, you can just pop that up and click any, any button, but you do got to get this thing set up the right way. Next is your profit and loss. That's your P&L. He said that is a statement of results over a period of time. So it tells you how you're performing uh, operationally over an extended period of time. Uh, often the P&L is looked at monthly, quarterly, or annually uh, and is best assessed performance. So that is going to be your profit and loss, your P&L, right? If you made a million dollars last year, that's awesome. If you spent $1.1 million last year, that's not so awesome. You lost money. You're a million-dollar company that's losing money. And that, as funny as it sounds, is uh, actually a common thing. People, they know what they got. Gross is for everybody else, but net is for yourself, right? When you jump on these Facebook groups or forums or any of these other things, you jump on there and everybody's, oh, I did I did 250000 last year. That's cool. Would you make a profit? And that's going to be a lie anyway, because people usually aren't tracking things close enough to actually know. And when they do, they may have only profited twenty grand last year, two hundred fifty thousand. They may have profited twenty thousand dollars. That's not uncommon, and that's actually a high number. Remember, profits after everything's paid, including payroll of yourself, of all your employees, all your expenses. Right? A lot of us aren't uh, running high uh, profit. In business, even though it's a service business, we still are running at about 10% profit. Uh, just so you know, if you're looking at numbers and you're trying to compare yourself to the next guy, remember that any social media stuff is always the highlight. When somebody goes on there and goes, oh, I made $285 an hour, that was once. <laughs> They're not making that every single day, I'm telling you. Uh, if they are, then you should probably talk to them. Um, they are uh, They're a lot smarter than I. So he said, uh, what your profit and loss needs to capture. He says, now that we've clarified what the P&L, again, profit and loss, is measuring, let's dive into the best way to set it up so it provides maximum value. There are five groups of expenses you should capture on your P&L, and each is tied to a different set of business decisions you make. In your QuickBooks account, you should set up an account for each one of these groups. Now, the groups themselves are going to be cost of goods sold, right? That's uh, your target 45% of your revenue for scaling. Uh, advertising and marketing, that's 10 to 20%. Uh, that is, again, depending on your growth. Um, the administrative overhead is 10 to 15%. Your fixed overhead, 5%. And your variable overhead. Now, you know what cost of goods sold is, and you know what advertising and marketing is. Administrative overhead depending, again, if you're an S-corp and you take a wage, that is all the office-related stuff, right? Somebody in the office is not going to make you money. They're super, super valuable, but if somebody's in an office, they're not out there making you money. So you want to target that to 10 to 15%. By the way, when you think of a million-dollar company, you have to be at the 10 to 15%. That's $100,000 to $150,000 of your yearly salary goes to administrative overhead. You can't do that without those people, right? So another one's fixed overhead. That's at about 5% of your revenue. And the fixed overhead expenses are those going to be locked in. Basically, they're hard to get rid of. Uh, infrastructure, you know, 
things you have to live with, basically. Uh, rent, utilities, insurance, reoccurring bills, basically. The next one was that variable overhead, also at 5%. And those are fixed costs that are sticky, uh, but you can also have them fluctuate. So it's typically going to be um, your education, events, travel, recruiting, you know, entertainment, that kind of thing. Um, those are going to be your variable overheads. Uh, with all of those together, now you have each individual thing where you can then target, again, target each one of them. Again, cost of goods sold is going to be 45% in a scaling business. Your advertising marketing is 10 to 20. Your overhead, uh, administrative overheads, 10 to 15. Your fixed overheads, five, and your variable is five. Now, if you're able to buy a single click, find out what each of those is doing, you then can budget for them. You can uh, put the money aside. And then the most important thing when you're trying to be a growth or you're trying to see the future or you're trying to understand what your company will do is when you make the first quarter of your year, say it's for even numbers $100,000, right? That's what you made in the first quarter of the year. You know your fixed overhead costs should be 5% of that. If you're spending 20% in fixed costs, man, you've just realized that you're failing in what you're doing. If you haven't gotten your copy yet, again, this is the April issue. This issue is going to be available for back copy sale. Uh, it's like nine bucks. It's at awcmag.com. Definitely get it and read up on it. It is well, well worth it. Uh, mastering QuickBooks is going to be something that is extremely important if you're getting into QuickBooks in general. Again, that is from the April issue, issue number 216 of the American Window Cleaner magazine. If you haven't gotten your copy and you're not getting this magazine mailed to your door regularly, why the heck not? You're part of the industry. You are part of the awesome world that we live in. Get the magazine. Join the culture. Uh, go to awcmag.com forward slash sub and get yours. Again, more articles, reviews, pictures, posters, and of course the sticker sheet. Get your hands on that. Uh, get signed up now. It is $69 for the entire year, and that is postage, stickers, everything. So go to awcmag.com. And again, go to the site uh, if you want T-shirts, swag, back copies, sticker sheets, sticker packs, whatever. Go do it. Become part of the industry, and uh, we'll forever be appreciative of that. Um, but thanks so very, very much. And if there's anything we can do for you, let us know. But we'll see you again next week.